All righty. Well, welcome to the Encounters Roundtable Podcast. I'm your something. I'm Steve Durr. I'm here with the host, Jeff Steele. Jeff Steele. And Stevie T, Blue Skies. Stevie Thompson. I like how you put on your big boy announcer voice when you jump Uh, in. I am Steve Durr, (laughs) big boy broadcaster voice. Broadcaster voice. (laughs) Exactly. Well, uh, this past Sunday, uh, Jeff Steele, Deal Emil, I'm just rhyming now just for the fun of it. Uh, Jeff Steele uh, shared about King Saul, the first king of Israel. Or is it Israel? Yisrael. Yisrael. Shaul. In Hebrew. There you go. Uh, Jeff shared about King Saul, the first king of Israel, and uh, which it was a great theme about this idea of what happens when you get something you were not expecting. The thing you were expecting was not the thing uh, that you ended up getting in the end, you know, and God does something else. And so, uh, but the, the story of King Saul is so vast, so big, and he ruled for so long. Uh, so there's other parts of the story that we wanted to explore. So kick us off, Jeff, with uh, how King Saul kind of became king and other parts of the story that we're going to delve into a little bit. Right. Yeah, there there's so much more that I, I wish we could have talked about, um, but I talked too long on Sunday already as it was. So uh, <laughs> can we get an going. amen? <laughs> I'm just no, joking. It was great. <laughs> oh, I, it, it um, you know, just just barely scratching the surface and really focusing more on what you would probably call Saul's conversion experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God does a work in him and calls him to this kingship uh, thing. Um, but then what happens right after that is just really interesting. And I kind of alluded to a little bit, um, I kind of talked about introvert, extrovert, and I said, maybe Saul's an introvert, which I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever like speculated on that before. It's kind of an introvert thing to say. Well, he turned out very evil, which tells me (laughs) it's probably true, which as an extrovert, I would say most, most introverts end. I'm just joking. Here we go. Extroverts are fearful. I say that because Jeff's an introvert. We're going to create an us, them now. Extroverts Thompson fear introverts. Thompson and I are the extroverts, and Jeff's an introvert. I represent the introvert class here on staff, and uh, that's okay. I'm good with that. No, um, so there's this thing. Saul comes back. He has this major life change thing. God gives him a new heart, which I really want to know more about that. The Bible doesn't tell us more about that. he prophesies with the prophets. I want to know more about that. Right. He um, had a second filling of the Holy Spirit yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. And so, Sorry, if you want to know more about that, you'll have to look it up on the web. <laughs> <laughs> so then he returns home, and his uncle is like, hey, where'd you go? And he said, oh, we were looking for donkeys, but we couldn't find them, so we went to see Samuel. And the uncle says, oh, what did Samuel say? Uh, he told us the donkeys had been found. Crickets. That's it. <laughs> yeah, nothing. What did the prophet say? Oh, nothing. Said, uh, go home. You're going to become king. <laughs> yeah, he left out this whole king. Like, he anointed me as king of Israel. Why do you think he did that? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I really want to know more about that. There was no, like, um, I had this major life-changing encounter with God. God gave me a new heart. I've been out prophesying. Like, all of these things that happened... That were big things. Yeah. They were really life-changing things, and he doesn't share any of that. Maybe he was just a teenager. I was school. No, he Fine. wasn't, though, because <laughs> he, he found out how old he was. That's I mean, right. he reigned for how many years? Yeah, like 43 40 years or something like or that, 40 something. And he died when he was, what, 72? I mean, at the point where his uncle asked him what happened today, yeah. and he's like, oh, I nothing think he much. Like, we found the dog. Oh, yeah, he's the, acting like, like a, a teenager. Like, hey, right. how'd your day go? Good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anything happen? No. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> exactly. like exactly. Yeah. Right. I, I'm that, sure that's not it. I was just throwing yeah, yeah. That's the kind of that's the kind of treatment that he gets. And and I I just think that's really interesting. Like, did he need time to process that mm. himself? You know, like what just happened? I don't know sure. what to say about that because I don't know how I feel about that. That could be like, like an introvert. Yeah, I mean, that could be like an introvert. Thing. I mean, Steve, Derry, you you need to speak something before you know what you think. I don't know <laughs> what I think until I start talking. And I and I don't like to start talking until I know what I think. Mm-hmm. Which that means it's just so boring because you <laughs> you don't even know what you think until you said it. You know what I mean? <laughs> which you means... get in a lot less trouble that way, especially with your wife. Which you know? means when you and I have a conversation, it's mostly you talking. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you saying, Jeff? I'll get back to you in a week. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you tomorrow what I think about what you just said. Um, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's just interesting to me the way that Saul is kind of approaching that thing. And, like, it's kind of, like, slow playing it a little bit. Like, mm. I've been anointed as king. What does that mean? Has anything actually changed for me right now in this moment? Mm. Doesn't seem like it has. Um, now, other things start happening, and, and Samuel comes, and this was actually the introvert part. I was thinking Samuel comes, and he's going to choose the king from Israel. He calls all the tribes together, and he's going, like, tribe by tribe. And Which, they, this is weird. This feels like a setup. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like you've already picked the king. God's already showed you, but now you're going to go through this whole thing and act like we're going to go through this thing and pretend that it's magically happening but I guess it's kind of like a, a, a revealing, an unveiling of who right. it is. It's not so much like pretending that it's um, a magical process. He's just unveiling it piece by piece. Or if it's a confirming kind of thing, maybe. Because yeah. it says they was, were chosen by lot. So presumably, yeah. like you're picking lots to choose, like, okay, which tribe is it, first of all? Which of the 12 tribes? Right. And so you're picking the lot for Benjamin. So, like, presumably, is, yeah. he didn't have weighted dice or anything that, right. like, controlled that outcome, yeah, you know? True. And so he's picking out people. So, like, here, we're going to confirm this, and we're going to demonstrate like this before the everybody. Short straw type thing. Yeah, and so they, they're choosing by tribe, they're choosing by family, and then they choose Saul specifically and they said where is he because they can't find him and this is again there's so many things that i just want more information about it they asked the lord where is he guess we got to draw straws again and the lord says (laughs) he's hiding among the baggage right why is he hiding among the baggage like because he has baggage oh Hey, see wow. that could preach right wow. there. That's pretty, right that's there. pretty good. That is good. You see the Lord. <laughs> you know, I got to get into that. Sure. Sometimes we have baggage that causes us to hide among the baggage. There you go. Do you feel good about that? <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry. Keep going, Jeff. You could do it. I mean, I was thinking it'll, out it'll loud preach. right there. The question is not is it true. The question is is it will it preach? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so he's hiding out, and and they find him, and and they're like presenting him before Israel. Okay, this is your king. This is the guy who was just hiding out. That's the part that makes me feel like ah, that's too much attention. That's too much. Yeah. You know, like I don't need everybody. There's some insecurity. It feels like this Saul guy has. Yeah, it really does. Um, he doesn't want to tell about his experience. He doesn't want to tell about what God's done for him. He doesn't want to go through. You know, be part of this formal. Um, process before the whole nation like he'd, he'd rather not have that attention and there does feel like there's maybe a little bit of an insecurity to that 
Mm -hmm. um, which then you have to wonder, how does that insecurity play out in other ways for him? Right. Well, it didn't go well. From knowing the story of Saul. From knowing the story of Saul. And if you don't know the story of Saul, keep reading 1 Samuel. Yeah. Yeah. Because... It's a U-turn. And maybe insecurity breeds this, but it flips over time as the Lord is with him and doing stuff, and they're expanding their territory, or at the very least uh, pushing off those who are oppressing them. He has success in expanding their region, their area of influence, and um, now all of a sudden he's got pride. And now yeah. all of a sudden he's confident and not necessarily trusting the Lord. Yeah. He's trusting his own military strength or prowess or whatever. It's like he gets filled with this desire for approval and ambition and wanting to elevate himself. And it's no longer him wanting to hide among the baggage. It's him wanting to elevate himself and stand on top of the baggage. Right. Can I get an amen for that? It, amen. Yeah, and okay. it may be as though feeding the exact same problem yes. that was at the core that never got addressed. That never got addressed. And so now he wants to elevate himself. So when David comes along, he's jealous of David. Mm-hmm. And that jealousy just does something evil in him. Oh, yeah. Um, and tears him apart. Yeah. That is interesting, Jeff, That how that plays out. Yeah. So David, his star starts to rise yeah. in, in the the nation and Saul really wants him just to die in battle. He really wants to be like, he keeps putting him in dangerous situations. Like dude, if this guy could just die, that would help me out a lot. (laughs) Right. Um, but David continues to thrive and, and win. And so then like people start comparing David to Saul Mm. and like, yeah, Saul, he's fine. But David is really, you know, he's really the guy. I wasn't going to say really He's fine. He's the real MVP. Different, <laughs> different direction. But, yeah, um, that's that's kind of you – know, that's how the people kind of start reacting. Like, he's Saul 2.0. You know, he's the better, uh, you know, upgraded Saul or whatever. <laughs> um, and and Saul is not – He's he really struggles with that. Yeah. You know, and, and he's never – um, he's never able to say, like, well, David is the future mm. of Israel – and so I should help him succeed. He's never able to do that. He sees David as a threat. Like the more David has, the less I have. Yeah. So he's got like this zero sum kind of thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. Like a scarcity mentality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Which really tells you it's not. Saul's been about Saul at the end of the day. Um, I, I, and I guess that's that can be all of us at many times, right? I mean, um when it's about your ambition and approval or whatever it is, um, it's about feeding your ego, feeding you, feeding your desires, your appetites or whatever. Um, And you would hope that Saul would say it's about what God wants to have happen. And it's about what God wants to do in Israel and God's will be done here in Israel as it is in heaven. But he's willing to put Israel and Israel's future on the chopping block um, and in danger if it means uh, somehow he's going to be, uh, you know, somehow diminished, you know, in the eyes of people or David is going to be elevated instead. So it's just, uh, yeah, that's an interesting point. 
Steve, you came across something, I think, in, in your devotions, just to take a quick second, and from Deuteronomy, that I think really could have been a, um, a discipline that God really laid out for the kings, for the leaders, that would have been like the meds to take <laughs> to stay humble, to have the humility as a king or as a leader. Yeah, so... Um I, I like you said, I'm doing my personal devotions out of Deuteronomy, and I came across Deuteronomy 17, where uh, Moses is saying, "Okay, when you guys get into the, that land, you might want to have a king, uh, and so when you do, the king should do this and not do that." And so the it's at the bottom of chapter 17 of Deuteronomy. If you want to look at look at it, I'm going to read the last paragraph that says, "When he sits on the throne as king, he must copy for himself." This body of instruction on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priests, which is all the law that Moses had just reaffirmed with the Israelites. Which was uh, the first five books of the Bible. Yes. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. And specifically the codes that Moses had just been talking through with them them. already in the book of Deuteronomy. He must always keep that copy with him and read it daily as long as he lives that way. He will learn to fear the Lord his God by obeying all the terms of these instructions and decrees. This regular reading will prevent him from becoming proud and acting as if he is above his fellow citizens. It will also prevent him from turning away from these commands in the smallest way, and it will ensure that he and his descendants will reign for many generations in Israel. And so you look at Saul's life and the tremendous turn that it took, and I just can't help but wonder if he lost sight of the little habits that Samuel had more than likely just presented him at the beginning here and said, look, this is going to set you up for success. And it's not like some big, mega, big, mega uh, insight or pill or whatever. It's, it's just like you need to staily stay rooted and anchored in this God and his instruction for your life if you hope for this thing to work. And I think by I think the by the fruit of what ended up happening, I think uh, Saul was not able to anchor himself in those simple, repeatable patterns that anchored him and kept him humble. Yeah, that's really good. I think uh, in First Samuel ten, what when you said that, it reminded me when Samuel uh, finally, when when Saul came out from the luggage and he's like, "Here's the guy," uh, and he stands, you know head and shoulders above everyone else. It says in verse 25 of 1 Samuel 10, then Samuel told the people what the rights and duties of a king were, which I'm guessing are the things from Deuteronomy, because Samuel would have known these things. He wrote them down on a scroll and placed it before the Lord. Then Samuel sent the people home again. And um, you're right. I think uh, what would have happened, what would have been different if I'd imagine if Saul would have taken that to heart and lived in these patterns of God and grounded himself in that, in the words of God, and immersed himself in the words of God and had that as a foundation, what kind of humility would he have found? Um, That idea of to fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom or knowledge. Um, It would have been um, maybe a different ending for him, so... It would have been different for everybody. You think of how much energy he spent contesting with David. Yeah. And just like 
hunting David even after he had fled, uh, you know, was hiding for his life. And and when you say him, you're talking about like military energy. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, Saul and all his men and all his warriors and David's got to get his own warriors together to protect himself. Like how much energy was consumed by that, that whole process that could have been gone to other things. Like there could have been this really great, you know, um, peaceful, uh, you know, power transfer in, sure. in the kingdom like it, it could have been a good thing it could have been something that was celebrated um and and it wasn't and it you know it it i mean it, after all saul's daughter was married to right. david it could have been this right. beautiful mentoring type could thing have been and, yeah could have right. been um and it wasn't it was actually something really ugly yeah and really really hurtful for everybody involved yeah 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 and saul then you know it all just kind of came you know, was torn apart uh, and, and tore the country apart. Um, and so Saul's life, obviously, at the end, um, you know, was torn apart, and, and David emerges in this scene. So any final thoughts from you guys? We have to wrap up now, but any final thoughts um, kind of as your parting voice, parting thought? I don't know. For me, I, I feel like the takeaway is my weaknesses and um, shortcomings are only going to be accentuated if I don't continue to stay rooted in what God's revealing daily and regularly um, to me so that, yeah, so that it will go well, so that the Lord can have his way in my heart. I can continue to have a new heart, I think. Yeah. That's for me. And and for me, it goes back to, we started last week with First Samuel chapter 2, was Hannah's prayer, um, which is just, completely so telling of the way the entire book of first samuel is going to go um when she says stop acting so proud and haughty don't speak with such arrogance for the lord is a god who knows what you've done he will judge your actions and then she goes into all these reversals those who are fed now will be starving those who are starving will be full you know the lord gives death and life he brings some down and raises raises others up um and so when we lose sight of that and we start to think i made it i did it um, I accomplished this on my own. Um, that's where pride comes from. Yep. And uh, it's just a reminder to, to barely seek humility and all of that. That's really good. Yep. Well, let me just close us out um, this Sunday. Uh, and then moving forward, we're going to be looking at 1 Samuel chapter 25, looking at um, David and Abigail. So if you want to read ahead and uh, get a, a, a sense of that, uh, encourage you to do that. But thanks for joining us. Let me uh, just encourage you with these questions. What is God saying to you? How is he getting your attention? And what is your uh, response? And so, God, now, would you speak to us? Um, your beloved sons and daughters are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.